You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. Is your fixed income truly fixed income? Does it provide diversification, income, and risk management for your clients? At MFS, we help advisors deliver these essentials. We call it Essential Fixed Income. Find out more at mfs.com slash fixed income. Falling too fast to prepare for this. Tripping in the world could be dangerous. Everybody circling as vultures. Negative, nepotism. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Whip, whip, run me like a Hey, this is Sugar Shane here with another episode of Sanctuary Sweet Truth with my co-host, Billy Dees. How is everyone doing this evening? This evening. Yeah, doing all right, man. Doing okay. Cool, yeah, cool, cool. Good, good weekend? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I got a lot of office work done, so I guess that's a good thing. Hey, and it was it, the weather started to break today, which always makes me happy. Yeah, we had it my birthday weekend. Saturday, we didn't do a whole lot. Uh, went out to eat and came back to the house and watched a movie and whatnot because it was just uh, we watched that Daddy's Home too, or oh uh, okay, or one with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Okay, I okay, had, uh, it's pretty good. I like the first one better though, but the second one was good. I mean, it was funny. It had its moments, but the first one was just hilarious. But uh, so, but then Sunday, it actually cleared up here where it wasn't raining all damn day. And we went to go see the Canton. Uh, was down there in your neck of the woods. I went to the Football Hall of Fame. Oh wow! And Did you like it? Oh yeah, man, I loved it. I'd like to have a little more time where I didn't go with kids, so I could yeah. actually go to every display and read it. Like I would literally go through the bust, the heads, and read every one. Really? If I had time to myself. Oh yeah, hell yeah. When I go to a really? museum, oh, okay. I, when, I, when I go to a museum, I might try. I try my damnedest to make the best of it. So I would actually go through each one, and I would like to read. The only thing I wouldn't sit through again, I went to the Super Bowl theater that they had, and I thought it was going to be about the history and like highlights of different football games in the Super Bowl. No. Okay. It was all about the highlights of the Super Bowl game where the Patriots beat the fucking Falcons. Like, I want to see that shit all over again. I mean, I'm from Atlanta. I don't want to see that our ass get skunked when I know that's what's going to happen. So, right, right. so, yeah, so I left there miserable as shit at that part. But there was a cool one where Joe Namath comes out and gives a uh, hologram. It's a movie done through holograms. Oh, okay. You, you sit on these bleachers and your ass be vibrating and shit. When, uh, you got to be careful. You take some ladies in there probably, but <laughs> your, ass, your ass will be vibrating and shit and everything. And uh, 
the side of the walls. You know, it sounds like it it's just a cool movie the way it's done. I'd love. I left there wanting one of these for my own house. Oh, it would be awesome. But uh, cool. Uh, but uh, I think my birthday is actually Wednesday, which we're going to go out for dinner Wednesday night. But uh, that's actually my birthday. But uh, okay, right. cool. And then I got, I haven't watched it yet, but I got BritBox tonight. As soon as I get through with this show, I'm going to go settle down and watch some of my old British soap operas. So, uh, man, Really? British oh, soap operas? Man, let me tell you something. There ain't nothing like this American shit over here, dude. Don't get me wrong. I got their drama and whatnot, just like the American soap operas do. But the British uh-huh. soap operas, there's actually some skill involved in the fucking acting a little bit. You know, oh, is, there little, new, is there nudity involved? No, they don't have that. No, but, no, 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 okay. but there's but there's skill, skill. <laughs> as far as acting goes, they actually know how to act somewhat. When you get the American actors over here, they drama, they over traumatize everything in a soap opera. You could be asking them to go get a drink, and they'll be like, "Hey, Bobby, would you like another drink?" And they got you know dramatize it all up like you know big deal. But it's really good shows. I mean, I, EastEnders is one of the main ones I watch, and I used to watch it on BBC when I had cable. So I wanted to get BritBox. So, plus there's a show I want to watch. It's based on um, Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol, the town there. Mm-hmm. And it's based on that. It's a TV show based on those characters. Matter of oh, fact, okay. one of the guys from Downtown Abbey, he's in that show. I don't know what character he plays, but he's in it. One of the guys from it. But, oh, okay. Uh, I wanted to check it out. So I'm looking forward to that. Other than that, I got. I do have my mixer on the way. Should be here. Oh, Wednesday. good. Should be here Wednesday, and I'll get with you about saying about the mic deal. But uh, should have that Wednesday. So looking forward to getting back to doing the freak show. Not tomorrow, but the next Tuesday. Looking forward to that. So, uh, man, I hate missing a week, but you do what you do, and we'll just bounce back and make it all better. But good. Uh, good. Uh, do you have a, so other than that, that's about it. Uh, what do I want to talk about first here? Oh. Today, President Trump invited the governors to the White House right. to discuss preventing school shootings. I don't know which governors came. The governor of Washington did stand up and say we would need to tweet less and listen more on gun control. And because uh, he was not for, and I'm not sure that I'm all for it either. Teachers having guns. I mean, I'm, I, there needs to be some kind of security systems in the schools. I do understand that, but I just don't. I ain't sold yet on all that, but I understand where they're coming from, both sides. But yeah, now f- from my understanding, most of the people that I've talked to about this, it isn't. It, they're not like saying we have to mandate that the teachers have to have guns and rely on them to be the security people. Most of the people that I've talked to about this are simply saying for those teachers that want to be armed, to let them do it. Man, I'll tell you right now, I'd have one. I'd pop a cap in some guy's kid's ass to save my life any day of the week. I ain't trying to be mean. It's just the way life is. I and mean, they'd have to pass all the necessary training and everything else involved. Yeah. But it's, it's just saying for those that want to be. Yeah. To feel, I you know, to be. feel, yeah, sure. I would, because, I mean, hell, I mean, you're facing the wolf down, man. They don't, you don't ask the wolf, hey, what's your fucking age? Are you a pup? Or, you know, whatever's fixing to chew your damn face off. So, no. You got to do what you got to do. I would try my best not to do it. I will say that. Oh, yeah, of course. If there was any window of opportunity that I had to maim or distract the kid, I would do that before I would kill one. 
Yeah, that's the fa- that's a fact. If at all, op- you know, best opportunity. May the fourteenth has been announced that the embassy in Israel will be moved to Jerusalem of this year, which also represents the seventieth year of the Israel becoming a nation from nineteen forty eight. A uh, pretty pivotal moment. Uh, I will say I'm in New York in May, and I'll be home a few days before this happens, and I'm very glad of that. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure what's going to happen in this country on May the 14th, or in Israel, for that matter, from May the 14th. So, yeah. Uh, so um, I'm kind of weary. I don't know if there wouldn't be some terroristic attacks on this end, even, on, even in our country. So... You know, not trying to, you know, say that's going to happen. Hopefully we have a great day and nothing goes wrong. That's what yeah. I'm shooting. That's what I'm shooting for. And in all probability probably will happen. But I'm I'm just stating the facts that leave it out there that you never know. You never know, man. But uh, that's pretty wild uh, that they're doing it on the 70th anniversary. It is 70th, right? Yeah. Yeah. 70th. Yeah, it would be close. Yeah. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is 70. 48 to 2018. So, uh, oh, you've heard about Donald Trump's playmate that he's supposedly played with from Playboy or whatever. Yeah, there's been a couple of them now. Which one are you talking about? I'm speaking of uh, Karen McDougal. Okay, that's okay. That's the newer one. All right. Okay. Well, she had this thing that she documented that she wrote out, never telling nobody when she wrote it, but leading everybody to believe that she wrote this while it was happening. Well, it has been determined that this probably was written during the campaign, not yeah. all them years ago that she supposedly had it happen. It was all a bunch of shit. And I'm not saying it didn't happen, but if it did happen, she wrote it after the fact. I don't know how the heck, because even the notebook that she wrote it in wasn't even manufactured during that time. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why they believe that she just started writing this shit during the campaign. And it's probably because she's looking for money. People will yeah. buy. People will pay for this shit. She oh yeah. Be, she will be on TV shows getting paid. She'll be in articles getting paid. Hell, somebody might even write a book about her ass and get paid. They just—that's all she's out for is money because people are stupid enough to want to read and hear this shit. Yeah, I'm only talking about it because it happened to be one of the news articles I ran across. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, I don't really give a shit. Right, right. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, like I've said, you can't judge one for one thing and then not judge another just because they got a different letter by their name. It yeah. amazes me in this country how we will down, you know. Whatever a Republican or a Democrat does, if we don't agree with it, you know, throw their shit through the mud. But as soon as one of their own does the same fucking thing, oh, well, we were supposed to forgive and forget, not let, well, I'll just worry about it. Yeah, well, that's different. Yeah, this is yeah. different. Yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. everybody makes a mistake. Completely different situation, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm so tired of that shit. I mean, I am utterly tired of it. Because if, if it, what's black is black and what's white is white. There is no in the fucking middle, people. You might think your life lives down the middle, but everything at the end of the day is black or white. That's all there is. No matter how society wants to twist it, no matter what they want to do to incorporate their opinions and everything into it, right is right and wrong is wrong. 
Yeah. It's that simple. And nobody else can change that, no matter what politicians are or whatever the case may be. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. Now we get down to the topic, and I was going all to right. use I was going to use this next Tuesday because it was such a crazy story. But then I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and use it tonight because it kind of seems like something we need to talk about because we've just mentioned this in past shows. A cosmetologist, a cosmetic surgeon, excuse me, Doctor J. Matthew Knight, warns against these people that are using these Snapchat filters and these Instagram filters on the phone. Change your face, make you look big-eyed, or change, right, they, right. they even got some that smooths out your skin, I guess, or some shit like that, right? Okay. Now, this man is a co- cosmetic surgeon. He has had people come into his fucking office, dude. This is how bad the social media is twisting the minds of fucking people today. Majority in America, I'm sure. Have went into his office and asked him to have their face altered to look like their Snapchat and Instagram filters. Yeah, I've heard that. Can you believe that shit? Unfortunately, yes, I can. What the fuck is wrong with people? (laughs) Damn. There's some fucking stupid people out there. Yes, there are. I could not imagine going in and saying I want to look like my goddamn Instagram filter. That well, is, it, it it fits uh, right in with what we've talked about before. You know, I mentioned the uh, you know the discontent that a lot of people have uh, that makes them so unhappy that they're depressed and, and sometimes violent. Um, especially the younger people. And here again, I'm guilty of being on social media a lot. Uh, I'm probably on it more than what I need to be to to do the work that I do. I do get, you know, in it. But the difference you, you between yours, yours is a lot work related, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's but what the, the, the what I was going to say though was that I, like most people who are, let's say, over the age of thirty at least, their communication skills developed outside of the realm of staring at a phone. Right. Um, and we got a, we got a young group of people coming up now that have problems with interpersonal communication. We're hearing it from employers. We're hearing it from educators and, and they have a warped sense of reality because, um, they only follow the people that they like and they only uh, listen to the people that, uh, describe a world in which they understand and which they're comfortable with. Um and outside uh, the box at all. Yeah, their self worth is determined by how many likes they have, how many friends they have on social media. Um and then their subject matter isn't, you know, content marketing, which is you know what what I'm involved in a whole lot. Their 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 subject matter is personal stuff. Right. You know, it, it's who's popular at school, who isn't popular at school, who's a nerd and all this. A lot of the bullying that's happening right now is happening on, happening on social media. Yeah. And you have, an, you have an increasingly large number of very young people who are uh, depressed, um, who are, you know, going through very serious psychological problems. Um, they can't uh, have a, a, a really good conversation. Um, 
And uh, here again, I'm not saying that everybody under that age is that way, but it's 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 not it's, everybody. It's, it's, no, it's enough of a problem that yeah, people are beginning to notice it. Uh, employers who are talking to these people for the first time and so on are really starting yeah. to notice that there is a problem. And uh, to, yeah, and this fits into uh, you know, like I mentioned, the uh, the drug use. Um, and we could go on and on with this, uh, this, this idea that uh, there's very little separation from the cyber world and the real world, world in a lot of these young people's heads. And uh, it's, it's, it's getting pretty, uh, pretty dangerous, pretty dangerous. Yeah. Right. Um, I've met, that's one of the problems with my work. You're talking about companies are starting to notice it. They changed some policy some time back before I got in there. Then anybody they hired didn't get more than 28 hours. Well, they ended up getting with senior citizens that wanted just a few hours or a bunch of kids that didn't give a fuck whether they worked or not. Right. I mean, they didn't give a shit. Mom and daddy was paying for it all. They didn't give a fine. And we still got some of those. Don't give a damn. And colleges now, this is one of the interviews I saw with a guy from Pawn Stars, the, mm-hmm. uh, the daddy guy. Not the not okay, the older okay. man, but um, he said that colleges today aren't preparing kids for the world. He said that uh, they're worried about working on people's self esteem more than it is educating. He said people leave college, and this is a damn truth right here. This is a bona fide fact. People leave colleges nowadays, not even knowing what it means to be a fucking American, and that is a fact. Everything oh, I, I know, yeah. every everything I know about this country's history, I learned on my own outside of fucking school. I did it on my own. I went yeah. and studied shit about the Constitution and shit. I went and studied all this myself. I didn't learn all that shit in school because they don't hardly teach you shit in school. You look at what they teach about American history. What little bit they teach, some of it ain't even fucking all fact. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Not all of it's, you know, complete 100% truth. Yeah. And they're teaching this shit. There's shit I learned after I got out of school. I was like, fuck, that ain't what they said in school. Right. So, yeah, they don't prepare people. And he said, it's like he said, they said they ought to have people in high school do a tax return. Yeah, that's true. Get them ready for the real fucking world. These people getting out of college don't know shit. They got they walking they walking with their tail between their legs, man. I see them all the time. Going to college, ask them why they're going to college. Oh, daddy and my my daddy did it. My granddaddy did it. Okay, that's good. What the fuck are you doing it for, bud? I don't give a shit what granddaddy and my daddy did. Yeah, that fucking shit gets me, man. I'm like, why in the fuck am I going to do? I mean, I'm not saying, you know, people think I'm talking about being disobedient. I'm not saying be disobedient to your parents. But at 18 fucking years old and you're making a life goddamn decision what you're going to do for the rest of your life. That decision brings solely on your fucking shoulders, not mom and daddy's. Yeah. And I'm not going to do what mom and daddy told me to do for a job. I'm going to do what I want to do because i got to live with it. Consequences or not, they may be fucking right as rain. I might go out there in five years realize, holy shit, what the fuck am I doing? Right, right. But I made the mistake. 
That's what life's about, man. You're going to fall. You're going to get back up. You fall. You get back up. That's what life is. You can't expect folks to be walking around holding your hand all your fucking life. So you got to get out there and get in the shit. But, you, right. but the college ain't getting you ready for it. And I'm not against college. I've always said that. I don't think it's for everybody. I'm not one of these people that thinks everybody should graduate high school and go to college. That's crate up bullshit. Why in the hell put yourself in debt that, by the way, congressmen's kids don't have to fucking pay for, but we do. Right, right. To college. <laughs> Why would you do that? Put yourself in that position to do some shit you don't even really want to do and ain't ready ready to do. Yeah. I've had people tell me I want to go to school to be an artist and ain't got a goddamn ounce of fucking art skill. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I am serious right, as right. shit. I mean, could they be better? They be doing good to drive fucking stick man. And they're talking about going to art school. I'm like, I'm hoping they're teaching you from the very fucking beginning because you've got a hell of a lot to learn. You need to have an expressed interest, first of all, in what you're going into. That's why I say that decision should be yours and yours right. alone. Just because your parents want you to be something big, maybe you're not interested in that. Maybe you just want to be something whatever. Yeah. It's not about how much money you make. It's about the journey. I'd rather die happy at 90 than die rich but stressed to the max at 50 of a heart attack. Yeah. So, I mean, you say, well, 50, some people think 50 is old. I'm like, bitch, I ain't but seven years away from 50. <laughs> Hell, 50 is just a damn reach out and grab that shit and I'll be there. All right, right. I ain't looking to die yet. People talk about retiring. I'm like, let me get a job in the business I want to do. I don't even give a fuck about retirement. I do not give a shit about retirement. I have noticed if I could get into radio or some form of entertainment, I'd do it till they fucking quit, made me quit. Or till my body quit. That's how long I'd do it. Got no desire to want to retire. Have I been waiting this long? Why in the hell would I want to work 20 years and then fucking quit? Fuck that. Right, right. I've done 30 years of working shit I don't want to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, why not give it 30 years of something I do want to do? That's the way I see it. But, goddamn, I didn't know I was going to go there, but hell, it is what it is. You hear about this 2,000-year-old cemetery that got found in uh, Minya, Egypt. Yes, I did hear it, and I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but that's the kind of thing I really like, so that's, that's very why interesting. I, yeah. That's why I brought it to you. Uh, oh, one, cool. Yeah, one mummy in there had a necklace on. This is what really cool was kind of cool to me. It shows that despite all the technology we got today, despite everything we have in this world today, let me tell you something. There ain't nothing that separates us from them Egyptians thousands of years ago. We're the same fucking people, people. Oh, yeah. On that, on that necklace was engraved the inscription, Happy fucking New Year. Except the fucking wasn't in there. It said, Happy New Year. <laughs> on the engraved, on the necklace. Now, you tell me that ain't fucking neat. That these people had, awesome. the, had the same things in their mind as we do today. Man, it gives, yeah. me, it gives, it gives me goosebumps, man. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean that's that's wild. And uh let's see what I had here. Uh the artifacts of, that are inside it are supposedly that belong to the ancient uh from are from the priest that worshiped the ancient god Thoth at T H O T H. I don't know if that's how you say it, but Thoth. Okay, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's one of the Greek I mean one of the Egyptian gods that they have. And uh they celebrated. They, there was a lot of artifacts from that, and some of the t- some of the artifact uh, burial in a, uh, th- what the mummies were in the tombs actually had engraved what they believed to be. I forget who they said it was, but the sons of this particular bunch. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. It's going to take five years to excavate. It's going to take that long to get it all done. But. Yeah, that's really cool stuff right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I look forward to hearing about that shit, man. I love that stuff. Uh, There's a rec room now in Vegas. Now, listen to this shit. I don't know how they survive, man. I guess they got enough people that want to go do this shit, they'll do it. They got a rec room in Vegas that literally what you do is you go through, pay your money. I don't know how much it is to get in. And when you go in, they give you baseball bats and whatnot, and you don't do nothing but go in there and bust shit to let out anger. Really? Yeah. Yeah, check this shit out. They got big screen TVs. I guess they go out and get shit, junk and stuff, trash, and bring it into the rec room. And you know, that's got to be the, if you can make a profit at it, that's got to be the cheapest shit. All you got is your rent for the bill. Because you bring it in <laughs> trash for them to fucking break it up. You ain't got nothing to fucking lose. Come on, yeah. give, me, give me $30 worth of shit. So I, off that shit, I just got off the curb down the street. They had a 46-inch th- TV or something in there, and it's busting the shit out of that. Beer bottles, liquor bottles, all kinds of shit all over the place. You have to wear a mask and protective gear to even do it. That's how much glass and shit they got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Crazy. Here's another thing you're going to find interesting. I all wish- right. Have you heard about this uh, six-gill shark? No. I'm glad you didn't hear it, but I want to be the one to give you this one. There's a shark been found in the Atlantic Ocean. They've been searching for it for years. For some reason, they knew about it, but they named it the six-gill shark. It is one of Earth's oldest residents. So old that they predate the fucking dinosaurs. Wow. Sharks go back. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This one, this one actually, this particular species predates the dinosaur. They say they rank it around 250 million years old, the species. The reason why they've never found it, and it's usually in the Bermuda, that part of the Atlantic Ocean, down in that area. Okay. It's because it's thousands of feet deep in the ocean is where it dwells. Oh, okay. It's okay. not a, it's not up toward the top. It's not one of them ones that hangs out toward the top. Your, your chances of ever seeing one of these son of a bitches is slim and none. Right. Because they go way down deep in the water. Well, that's and, probably why they have an extra gill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a good thought, yeah. But uh, I thought it was awesome, man. 250 million years old this species is. Wow. Predating the dinosaurs. Man. That's wild, man, when you think about it. Oh, yeah, that's really, I mean, that's something. It puts a lot of thought to some of the shit you think sometimes. Like, how in the hell could that be if this is it? Yeah. (laughs) 
Seriously. But anyway, uh, Salt Lake City, they had a flight takeoff today. This is just a little something. I'd give you a little tidbit of information on something that happened. Southwestern Airlines, or whatever they are, took off in Salt Lake City on their way to L.A. Well, they got up in the air. It didn't get very far when the right engine blew up, caught on fire. They had to do an emergency landing. Uh-oh. They, yeah, they switched planes. I'm going to tell you right now, brother, I'll be getting my money back and go fly Delta. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I, I mean, as soon as I got off that plane, buddy, I fuck. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I, if I'd have been sitting on the right side of that plane with that fucker blue boy, I'd have shit my pants. Hey, go. Yeah. Uh, I hate flying as it is, but woo. I was watching um, one of those programs where they talk about plane crashes and plane, you know, disasters and problems and stuff. And I, I always like the, uh, you know, the British people. I've always really found their, yeah, their, uh, the way they handle things really funny. And there was this uh, woman who was flying with her dad, and the and the the engine was on fire outside the window, and the pilot was saying, you know, we have to make an emergency landing and all that. And of course, she was scared, and she looked, she grabbed her father's hand and said, "Dad, is everything going to be okay?" And he just kind of sat there and looked at her and says, well, the situation is looking quite dreadful, really. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and uh, that's just amazing. That's just typical uh, dry British uh, oh, yeah. delivery. Uh, that's just funny as hell. <laughs> oh, man, British humor is the best. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I love British humor. People and so many people here in this country just don't get it. You know, they'll try to watch it and they'll be like, "I don't right. know how you watch that. I don't know how you." I'm like, "You don't get it. That's the problem. It's so funny. It's so hilarious. That's why most people like I've, I've recommended the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy to people on here before by Douglas Adams. But I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, if you don't get British humor, don't bother reading it because that's what it is. Right, right. It's a hilarious book. It'll have tears rolling down your face that's that funny. But if you don't get British humor, it won't do you any good. Because right. it is because he was British, so it's funny. But uh, <laughs> Heather Locklear has been arrested. Oh, Heather. Yeah, arrested. Boy, she looks goddamn rough now, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, drugs has fucked her up. She's been in and out of oh, rehab. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, she's been in and out of rehab I don't know how many times. Uh, apparently, she had domestic violence charge this time, and it was against a cop. Who? So, uh, I don't know what they're going to do about that. I'm sure she got bonded out but and everything, but I don't know she'll have to go to court. I'm sure, but... Uh, well, North Korea says, I ain't going to spend a lot of time on this, but says they're open to talks now in the U.S. Uh, yeah, sure. I think they're just spending time Biden times. all I think they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 21 times since 1994, this country's promised to denuclearize, nuclear, denuclearize themselves. Right, right, right. 21 times since 1994. They ain't wanting to fucking talk. Everybody thinks these goddamn Olympics opened up their fucking hearts and all the love's just going to gush out. Come on, man. This motherfucker ain't got nothing in him about love. No, he's, huh? he's he's probably already back in North Korea now, fucking playing the next bunch of shit. Uh, no, I don't. I don't go for it for one minute. And the Mexican president Enrique Pina 
Nieto, whatever the hell, one of them sons of bitches caught, caught off his trip to the White House. Uh-oh. It's supposed to have been next month, and he's called it off because of a tense phone call him and Donald Trump had. Really? Wow. Yeah, regarding guess what? It's got to be the wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just never, another brick in a wall, baby. I, I was going to say, I ain't never heard so much shit about a damn wall since that album came out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson had one, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the wall. Yeah. Yeah. But, but um... But he said, but what it is is President Trump was apparently getting back to the issue of Mexico paying something on this. And the Mexican president stood his guns and said, we ain't paying shit. Yeah. It's your fucking idea. You build it. That's funny. As long as it's on your property, don't fucking cross the line. We're good. Yeah. Hell, I already knew they wasn't going to pay for it. Every time, it, The first time I heard that come out of his mouth, when he first started running in the campaign early, if I recall correctly, my first reaction was, I started busting my ass out laughing. Yeah. Because I said, there ain't no fucking way that they can force that country to pay for a goddamn wall. Yeah, I don't know. I said, that don't even make sense. And, and yeah, I'd hate for us to go to war with Mexico. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. I don't see that ever happening. But, uh. Unless they want Texas back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, know hey, you wanted that, to go to the Alamo, right? Well, that was that, that's what that was all about, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. That was all about that. <laughs> A lot of man died there. Yeah. Over a fucking... Well, I guess we ended up with... And Texas is a good chunk. I don't know why we fought for it. Why Mexico? It was Mexico's witness. So, say that again. Wasn't Texas part of Mexico? Yeah, at that time, that land was. Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, it, uh, it there was talk at that time of Texas becoming a separate nation. Uh. And... Um, Texans wanted to have their own country, I guess is a is the term for it. And uh, I, I'm not I'm kind of foggy. Pre Civil War, I'll be I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I'm not as sharp as I am post Civil War. Um, that that era of time just doesn't fascinate me. But as I recall, um, at that time it was not part of the United States, and uh, the Texans. Um, you know, we're wanting their own land. And the, the United States at, at that time was just going to, to sit back to find out what would happen because their plan was to take that land no matter who, <laughs> who wanted Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, and uh, as far as the Alamo goes, now Sam Houston, who had the, the army at the time in Texas, he needed time to uh, get that army together and to get a battle plan together before he took on uh, the Mexican army. And he told Davy Crockett and all those other people that were down there to get out of there. Yeah. Okay. He said, he said, I, I can't protect you. Yeah. He did tell him to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 
Well, of course, we all know what happened, and a lot of people initially bl- blamed uh, uh, Houston for that. But he 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 told yeah. them that to get to get the hell out of there, and we would go back at another time and get that territory. But for whatever reason, they stayed, and uh, as they say, the rest is history. And uh, sooner or later, that became a part of the United States. I'm not exactly sure how Texas became a state. That I'm really foggy on, and I don't I don't I, I don't recall that at all. And that's not here again. That's not a period of time that really fascinates me that much. I, I don't. Uh, you know, that's not something that uh, really blows me away. But I know that, uh, you know, Santa Ana, uh, you know, he ended up coming and going several different times uh, from the people of Mexico. And uh, it was a, a real just strange story down there. From the movie I saw, I don't know how based how true this is. With the general of Mexico, when they caught him, they pretty much told him either you give us that land or we'll give you or we'll take your life. Much I, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I don't. Here again, I'm I'm gonna say that I, I, before I really talked about this at length, I'd have to research it a little right. bit because it's been it's been years since I went through all that. Uh, and here again, I, that period of time when you get too much before the Civil War, it just doesn't fascinate me for that. As far as American history goes, I, I don't know why it just doesn't uh, it, it just doesn't get me that excited. Right. Yeah. So. Don't melt your butter. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Speaking of what does, I, okay. I got to ask you this because I know you're a wrestling guy. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know anything about wrestling. I mean, I haven't followed it for five minutes. All right. But what is this now with Ronda Rousey? Um, well, what, what, what is this? She's involved in this now, and there's some kind of controversy about something she did or said or. Uh, her being involved in this in the first place. Have you followed this at all? No, I don't know nothing about it. Was she involved in WWE? Yeah, so, some something was going on down there. We'll, we'll have to check it out. Yeah, I, I just found out about that. it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when that happened unless because it happened last right, night. I, I love Ronda Rousey. I, okay. <laughs> I know a lot of a lot of the serious fighting people said that she was more of a of a media figure than she was a serious contender. I don't know if that's true or not. But there's just something about her. I like the way you know, she just carries herself really well. Yeah. Uh, you know, and she, she looks was great. At a, she was at WrestleMania last year. Okay. Maybe, I, I don't know. Something something involved but, in her in wrestling. I don't know what it is. She may be coming to wrestling. Some of them do. Yeah. Some of them I, do. I, if I was her, quite frankly, people managing her, I'm not sure I'd be too too gung-ho on get, getting her involved in serious fighting anymore because I, I, I don't – she lost something. She's going to end up getting badly hurt if she keeps doing yeah. that. Uh, yeah, she can make a hell of a lot more money on WWE than she can doing that anyway. I mean, a shitload. If she became, a, if she became a serious WWE and, and really, really had a good persona, oh, she could bring home between what she'd make on a contract and in souvenir sales. Oh, yeah. she's already a marquee name. So, oh yeah. yeah, well, yeah. she's making a lot of money now, even on sponsors. Yeah. Oh yeah, but she could probably make easily pretty good chunk. I mean, hell, I hate to know what John Cena makes with WWE. God Almighty, Whew. I know he makes a ton. I, I've never understood. There's such a dichotomy to him because uh, when he works for NBC, when he does those programs or whatever, he's like a you know professional announcer, just really poised and uh, yeah. Uh, Great screen presence, and then you watch him doing that that crazy stuff. It's um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a character. 
That's all he's doing. Yeah. He does. I mean, yeah. yeah, in real life, he's. A, and I'll tell you what. Off, I mean, I'm not. I'm not crazy about John Cena. I don't have nothing against him as far as a. It was a. I'm talking about as a wrestling character. Okay. Okay. I'm not talking about as a person, but as a person, outside the ring, dude's a damn class act, man. He's done. I've always hell got of, that. I've always got yeah, that. he's got. He's true. done. He's done a lot of charity work for kids. Yeah. A lot of charity work for like kids with cancer and stuff. He does a lot of work with the bulletin program, which WWE has their own charitable thing they have for bullying. Yeah. Okay. So they have that. They have a breast cancer thing too, and uh, they do do a lot of stuff. Uh, John Cena personally, but WWE as a whole, and what they do for veterans every year is fucking remarkable. They do a shitload okay. for veterans every year. I mean, they go That's like yeah. they give a lot of money, and then once a year, see, I know it's at least once a year, maybe twice a year. They go overseas, set up the rings and shit, and have the wrestling match right there in the middle of Afghanistan or wherever the fuck they're at. Okay. Yeah, they do a lot. That's all. I mean, yeah, it may be some fake ass shit, and it may be dramatic as fuck. But at the end of the day, it's, it makes a lot of money, and he does, you know, do a lot for a lot of other people. So. Well, that's give, fantastic. I'm glad I, to hear that. Yeah, sure. I do. I give props where props is due, and they do. They do do a lot. I mean, every time I turn around, they got some new. They had. They matter of fact, they were going to a children's hospital, and they were seeing these kids with cancer and like leukemia. All one right. Of the, one of the kids there, he was a real special type guy. Everybody, you know, everybody fell in love with him. Everybody loved him. I mean, and then when he finally, unfortunately, the illness took him. I mean, everybody in WWE, when they talked about it in the interviews, they were all fucking teary-eyed. That's how close they got to this kid. And uh, right. whenever he died, they ended up starting a whole foundation in this kid's name all right. for money to go into. I mean, that's how they do. I mean, that's just, I wow. mean, that's just outstanding. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Cosby's daughter died. Oh. In Enza. She was died at 44, and she was... Uh, real, that's sad. She died of retinal, renal disease. Something to do with kidneys. I looked it up. It has yeah. something to do with your kidneys. I never heard of it before as far as that, but that's what she passed away at a young age from that. And she was a big advocate for her dad as far as, you know, defending him and what all. And, you know, that's a daughter. Yeah. She tried to blame it on racism. I don't, you know, that's it just on. It ain't racism. I mean, when you put a Jello pudding pop up some damn chick's ass while she got drugs in her ass. I mean, that ain't fucking goddamn. That's not racism. That's just fucking uh, molestation or whatever you want to call it. Rape. Ain't no damn. That ain't got nothing. He wouldn't consider nobody's color. And I sure as hell wasn't nobody considering his. So. Yeah, but, and Tiger Woods he finished twelfth in the Honda Classic. Twelfth. What happened to this dude, man? He has not had a win in five years. Right. Not a win of any fucking kind. Not a major. Not a minor. Nothing. In five years. And this well, dude he, was tearing it up. He fucked his life up what he did. Yeah, well, it wasn't just his personal life, but he had some physical problems, too. Didn't he have some back problems? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had back issues happen. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. But to be honest with you, man, I think the dude's about ready for the senior tour. I don't think he needs to be playing PGC no more, man. I'm just being straight. Yeah. He, he ain't no damn good anymore. I, I, I just call it like it is. 
I mean, he he used to finish top of the pro foot, uh, golf every year, man. Every single year. He ain't been up there, and I don't know when. So, I mean, he's eight strokes behind the lead, or was, yeah. going yeah, into that's... Sunday. Yeah, he's. I mean, at some point, you got to know, look, dude, let's call it quits, call it a day. Yeah. Speaking of that, we ain't got long left. You got anything you want to say? <laughs> hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. Well, that's uh, about all I got. I ain't got very much. Just be safe. Be careful out there. Love one another. Uh, I will be back Thursday night at 11. Billy will have the program for us. Other than that, y'all have a good one. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals, like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals, like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only.